Rise and shine, everyone. Good morning. It is the MBOB Daily Podcast for Sunday, July 17th, 2022. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, how's it going, man? Nice to see you again. Yeah, man. Likewise. Yeah, good. You know, uh, an early car yesterday. Uh, yeah. Had some time to, time to do different stuff uh, at night, as normally we're watching the fights. Uh, for you, it's like not at night, but for me, it's at night, so... Yeah, it must, be, it must be weird for you because like you're used to staying up to like five or six in the morning. Now you're actually getting a normal car. Like you must after the car, you must have been like, "What the hell do I do now? Like, what am I going to do now?" Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually more busy, you know, because normally I do like I watch the card, uh, I upload upload some clips on Eurosport, right? And uh, I, I'm pretty much go to sleep, you know. And after the, and the day after, I, I write the recap. But right now, I did everything at the same time. I went at the time, so I did the recap as well and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was more busier than normally, but. Uh, yeah, fun fun card, I think. I really like it overall, so yeah. Yeah, so it, it was a pretty fun card. We're going to talk about the whole card today uh, on this podcast. We'll recap UFC uh, Long Island, and then after this show is over, we'll start the next podcast, Marcel. We'll, we're going to uh, preview UFC London, so I'm looking forward to doing that as well. we got Beardshit here. What's going on, man? Glad to have you here. All right, Marcel, let's just get right into it. Uh, you know, you guys know me, man. I'm not one of these people that tries to... Uh, uh, make excuses. I had a bad night, Marcel. I really did. It was, it, for me, this was the worst night of picks I've had all year. One of the cards is going to be bad for you. Like, out of 50 cards a year, you're going to have a bad night. This was this mm-hmm. was mine. I kept some of the damage low for me because I was able to to kind of, like, not bet on all the, like I told you guys, I don't bet on every fight, right? You, you shouldn't. So I didn't, I didn't have a horrible night, Marcel, as far as, like, like money goes, but for, for the picks, it was a rough night for me. I, I, I'm definitely going to own it, guys. It wasn't my best night. But the good thing is, Marcel, we have another card next week. So we'll just get right back at it, you know? And I was looking at the MMA OB Daily, uh, MMA Oddsbreaker, I should say, staff picks, Marcel. Some other guys struggled too. Like Nick, who I respect a lot, he only got five right. You know what I mean? And Nick's one of the best in business. So it was a tough card, Marcel. I think you'd agree with me. It was a pretty tough card overall. It was, man. There were some odd, uh, some odd uh, outcomes we d- didn't expect, you know? So uh, and some, some underdogs did really well. So yeah, but uh, overall, it, it was a tough card to pick. I think yeah. Yeah, it was it was tricky. Although you did well, you made some really good underdog picks. We'll talk about that today. What's up, Gwyn? He's glad to be back. It, yeah, it definitely works out better for you guys in, in Europe. What's up, George? Thanks, man. He says best recap. Of business. Appreciate it. What's up, Juan? We're, we'll talk about that fight. Uh, Charles is fighting Islam. I mean, listen, Charles is a plus two twenty five underdog. I think the odds are crazy. Personally, I'm not saying he'll win, but I think the odds are really disrespectful. I think you'd agree with me, Marcel. Don't you think it's a little high? I agree, man. I, I found it funny that certain certain journalists post about the fight and they have it Makashev against Charles Oliveira. I don't. Charles Oliveira should only always be uh, the the red corner. You know, you got to respect the former champion, in my opinion. So, in my actually mind, still, still champion. champion. In my in mind, as well. So, I, I tell you, I was uploading the picture, and I took the picture. I took take these pictures from Getty's. And I was taking yeah. the, the the Charles with the belt. I was like, oh, no, man. He actually ha- doesn't have the belt anymore. So I have to l- search for a picture without the belt. I got to be got to be official. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> so I, I had to go back like a few a year or one and a half. So, yeah. But in my mind, he's also still the champion, you know. Yeah. But And you saw I mean, in this card, they'd use the digital scale where the guy's not like tick, 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 tick. You know, yeah. you ate that much. So I know you fucking uh, hate that. so stupid. It's like so like 1900s. Like yeah. I feel like it, they call it the prehistoric, scale, right? Yeah. Listen, he would have missed weight either way because he was off weight. But mm-hmm. again, someone was fucking with the scale in the back at that event. 
someone yeah. changed it from kilograms to pounds. Marcel, when you do that, it changes it a lot. Like, and remember, he have to be under the weight for but the title it fight. Should, <clears throat> it should have never happened, you know. I think there should be somebody around the scale when the scale is used. Yeah, you know that you can't fuck fuck with it. You know, you know. Yeah, and I still think the UFC use pounds. Yeah. In Europe over here, we use uh, kilograms, and even in England, oh, they, they use, use stones, stones, I think. stones right? Yeah. Like this no, week, England, they're going to use stone, right? In England, it's stone. It's only in England. And they're going to do so, that for this card, I think, right? Like, yeah, remember but, the old UFCs, they used to be like weighing it, in at whatever stone. I don't it, even know what that means. It doesn't make fucking sense, you know? Just use the pounds. Like, it's, yeah. it's an American organization. Use the pounds and stop fucking around. These European guys just yeah. should weigh in at pounds. It's that different. The, that simple thing. For sure. So, anyways, just just to get that out of the way, because that fight was announced yesterday. It's official. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. UFC 280, uh, October 22nd. Is that the date? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's yeah. I think so. And Beatrice is asking about 279. I think it is Sterling Yon. Uh, uh, TJ, excuse me. I think that's the fight, right? Is not the main event. I'm pretty sure, right? That, that's what they official, want, but it's not official. You know, it's not official. Yeah, they should. He says they should use digital. I think so too. It's just easier. The guy was they. they I was watching the way and they step on the scale. The guy looks down. It says what it is. I, I think it's fine. You know, yeah. nothing's changed. Those on showed point found difference between the front and back scales after his last weigh in. With Lozon, Joe Lozon, or he's talking about Joe Lozon. I think is that right? Um, well, hopefully that's what. Well, he got he had a knee injury. Although they said it was a cramp. Anyways, let's get into this card. We'll, we'll talk about some other stuff after, guys. Let's get into this card. Let's talk about the recap. Okay, so like I said. Not the best knife for me, Marcel, but I did make one good pick on this card. And again, it, I'm not I'm not gonna boast about this one, Marcel, because the way the fight ended, but I did I was the only guy with Rodriguez and the whole staff. I was surprised I by that, Marcel. He did win the fight by injury TKO. Listen, that happens in MMA, guys. I've watched so much MMA over the years, Marcel. And so have you. This happens. We saw earlier too with Rakic and Blahovitz. That was another injury knockout. It, it happens. That's why I always I always tell people don't, like don't go all in on fights because you never know this could happen. And I saw a lot of people, Marcel, including good friends of ours, um, that were really banking on Ortega to win this fight. That every you know partly they had with him, which I understand they thought he was going to win, but that's the risk because you can get injured and the fight's over. You know, so here's my thoughts on the fight. I think Yair was winning the round. I think he would have won the round 10-9, personally because I think he outstruck him and landed way more significant strikes. I know Ortega got the takedown late in the round, but Yair also reversed it had the uh, armbar attempt, then the shoulder popped. It's hard to say if it was because of the of the submission attempt that the shoulder popped. I'm not 100% convinced that's what happened. I know he had a shoulder injury in the, in the past, so I, I'm not going to say it was because of that. But at the same time, I, I did think Yair looked really good in the, in the first round, Marcel. I think he looked pretty good. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he would have won the fight if it went on to the full five rounds, guys, but he won the first round in my mind up to that point. But again, it's just a funny way to end, end the fight. I see you, Wani, in the chat. I'm not bragging about this one, man, at all. I'm not boasting about it. But someone has to win, someone has to lose. I could have picked uh, Rodriguez. He could have been the guy that got injured. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, Marcel. Um, they're actually calling it a TK. I want to see your Beatrice comment. It's not a sub, a, a technically, because it was an injury. But, I mean, the, I don't know. Some people think it was because of the, the submission that that's why his arm got jacked, his shoulder, excuse me. What do you think, Marcel? Just give me your thoughts on this, because I haven't really talked about this stoppage, so... I know you, it sucks. We don't want that to happen, but give me your thoughts, man. I don't think it's a sub. He just tried to yank his arm back, and then it popped out pretty much. You know, it was not a full-end sub. Um, just just an anticlimactic finish of a car that was a really good car, I think. Um, 
Can you? I think, yeah, Jair likely was on the winning hand so far in the round. Would he won the round? I don't know. Was still some time to go. Um, just a stupid thing that happened, you know, in a, in a fight that could have been such such a cool fight. I think five rounds. Um, yep. The thing right now is Ortega might need surgery. Uh, Volkanovski still in is still injured his hand. I'd be super okay with Jair fighting Ahmed in the five-round main event. I don't need an interim title at all. You know, I don't think that's necessary, but let's see Jair against Ahmed uh, for the number one contender yeah. spot. I, I would like to see that. I think in an ideal world, they would run it back because I think that's what both guys want, but Brian's yeah, injured. Needs, yeah. He's out. He's going to be out for a while. I mean, this his shoulder injury is pretty... Like, I don't know if it popped or if he, like, tore something. Like, it could be serious. So, you know, I will say this, too. I saw his post-fight interview, Marcel. I don't know if you saw it. Like, I like both guys, but, you know, Yair was far more classy after the fight, in my opinion, saying, let's run it back. You know, it was a, kind of a fluky thing. Brian Ortega is out there saying, I was winning every second of that round. This is crazy for me for him to say that, Marcel. He was not winning every second of the round. Maybe at the end of the round, he would have got a good position with that takedown. Who knows? But up until that point, I don't think he was winning the round, to be honest with you. Um, uh, who knows how the fight would have played out? I'm just saying, like, I think it's a little delusional for him to be saying he won every second of the fight. That's ridiculous. I tell you, I haven't seen that interview from Ortega because they only showed the Jair interview on, on the Dutch broadcast. So, right, um, it, it's out yeah, there. It's on the ESPN YouTube. I saw I'll, it. Yesterday. I'll check it. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me, you know, if yeah, you said that. Um, I, I think Jair did very well in the beginning. Um, Man, his striking, just, Marcel. Talk, talk about the striking, though. How good did it yeah. look? Yeah, great, but just just a listen, man. He did great, you know, until it happened, you know. Yeah, just a sucky end, dude. I know. I don't see sucks. much more, you know. There's no closure, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's no it, closure. It, feel, it feels like Blahovic against Rakic. I know, you like know? you really don't know. Like that fight was the same thing. Like you don't yeah. know who would have really won the fight. You know what I mean? Like personally, I thought Blahovic was getting slightly better of it, but who knows how the fight would have played out? I know it's such a. It's such shit because those are top fights in the division. You know, if yep. it's a fight which is outside the top fifteen, nobody really gives like a Malcolm shit. Like Malcolm Gordon and that, that guy uh, Denny's Bonder when he broke his yeah. uh, arm. Like, who cares, right? It's like yeah. they're two insignificant guys of flyweight. I know what you're saying this was like a hugely important fight. I think they said it was going to be a number contender fight. I heard John Anik say that at the beginning of the broadcast. I don't know if you saw I, that or so. Yeah, I think for Jair, it was a number one contender yeah. fight. I don't well, think necessarily for Ortega. Well, he won. So, like, does he get the title shot? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I. I can't remember the last time I got a guy got a title shot coming off of an injury win. You know, it's I can't remember honestly. Like there must have been some circumstance where it's happened. Um, Josh Emmett, it's got five fights, five wins in a row. Yair's got one win in a row. Yair's For, ranked; they're both ranked three actually. I think Marcel, they're both tied. yeah. That's why make them fight each other. You yeah, know? but then what's Volkanovski going to do? What's he going to just wait? For he's these injured. Guys? He, he has a broken. Oh, yeah, he has hand. a broken hand. That's right. Yeah, but that I don't think the broken hand takes a long time to heal. Okay. I think it's True. like two months or something. I don't think it's like a major one. Like the shoulder is going to take a while, I believe, for Ortega. Like that's a pretty serious injury. Wait, Listen, Jair is pretty much okay from this fight, you know. And yeah, I oh, think he's Amit, fine. Get him back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Ahmed uh, probably has some more. Needs some more time because he probably had a, a suspension. <laughs> yeah. So medical suspension. So I don't know, man. What's the time frame? But make that a five rounder. Main event, no title fight needed, you know, and the UFC probably going to put an interim title on it, which is unnecessary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, do that, and the winner finds Volkanovski. I'm perfectly fine with that, you know, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that, too. If the, if Volk's going to be out for a bit and he doesn't mind waiting, that's fine with me. Um, it's again, It sucks that there wasn't closure to this finish, you know, because um, if, you know, he actually legitimately knocked him out, I don't think any of us would be, be considering anyone else besides Yair for the title shot. But because... 
of the way the fight ended, guys. I mean, he might have to fight one more time. I don't, I don't mind if he fights Josh Emmett. I think that's a great fight. That's not an easy fight for him either. You know, Josh Emmett's an absolute beast. I know people are a little down on him because the last fight, a lot of people don't think he won. You know, I thought he won. It was close. I think I think both guys are great. You know what I mean? I actually have no idea who I'd even pick in that fight, like to be honest with you, Mark. So I think it'd be a very difficult fight to pick. So I think it makes sense. You know, we'll see what happens though, guys. Like, I mean, I don't think they can go wrong with either guy fighting both, but if they do them against each other for a true number contender fight, I don't mind that either. Um, and then when Ortega comes back, Marcel, like you mentioned the Max Holloway rematch before, I mean, they could still do that fight, you know? So I don't hate that either, Marcel. Um, so yeah. Glenn, I know you're saying, but he he only has a one-fight win streak. That's what I'm saying. Like, Josh has got five, you know? Is Yair really a money fight? I mean, he's a good fighter. You guys know I like the guy, but I don't consider him, like, a money fight. Unless they do it in, like, Mexico, which I don't think they would. Um, Listen, I don't know. I, I don't mind them doing either fight. They both make I, sense. We're, I'm, we're I'm thinking. Say. I'm thinking, like, they can. The, imagine Brandon Moreno defeats Kaikara France uh, yeah. end of the month. You can put Moreno against Davidson Figueredo in Mexico, and you can put Jair on the co-main event fighting for an interim title or a number of yeah. contender fights, you know? So they, they can build that. I just don't see why, like, the, the challengers are getting the hometown fights, though. Like, Volkanovski's been asking to fight in Australia for a, for a while. I mean, why get Makashev a fight in Abu Dhabi against Oliveira? They must have paid Charles Oliveira a fucking lot of money, Marcel. That's all I can say, because you know he didn't want that fight, Marcel. We all know yeah. he wanted to fight Connor. They must have been like, all right, we're going to pay you so much. He's probably ain't paying a million bucks for the fight. I hope so. I don't even mm -hmm. think it's really that much when you think about it. Like Dana White's giving away 250k to, to his friends. So like <laughs> we know the UFC's got money. Um, and I gotta give him the credit again, Marcel. They gave out extra bonuses once again. Guys, they don't have to give out the extra bonuses. It's it's actually a really good thing they're doing this. I will say that. I checked, Marcel. I looked at this. I, I looked at the stats, Marcel. <laughs> First five months of the year, the only card they gave out extra bonuses was UFC London. They gave away like six extra yeah. ones or something. Since June, since the Glover Teixeira card, they've given out bonuses in five of the last six cards, Marcel. Mm -hmm. uh, extra bonuses. So the UFC is being more generous with the bonuses. I just think anytime a guy gets a finish, they should get 50000 Yair is the only guy who didn't get 50000 because of the injury. I, that's fine. But you know, Marcel, like anytime someone gets a nice finish, they should get the bonus. Mm -hmm. I always said, like, just do 10000 But if they're going to give out fifty, that's great in my opinion. You know, Marcel, like, finishing bonus, it, it's just another incentive for the guys to fight well, you know? And we all know finishes are better than decisions. Everyone, like I think, everyone would agree with that, you know. So, anyways, um, let's get some more comments here, guys. What's up, Marcus? He's saying yeah, you're a Volk marketable title fight. It's a good fight. I mean, it's a great fight. It's definitely more marketable, Josh Emmett. I agree with that. If you guys are saying that, so if he gets it before Emmett, I, it makes sense to me. But again, he's hurt, right? So they could easily run that back. And again, Josh Emmett's like, what if he doesn't get the title shot? Who does Emmett fight? Holloway? Like that's what that's what he's saying. Maybe, but then like. If you, I guess you could do that fight. The other guy we didn't mention, guys, was Cejudo. He's coming back. They could do Cejudo Marcel still in one of these fights for either number ten. I don't think he deserves it. I'm just saying, like, you know, they, if they want to do him uh, as the first three division champ, like this is the opportunity right now because you don't really have a legit contender, a number contender, because of the way that Rodriguez fight ended and because of the way that Emmett fight went to decision and people questioned it. So. You could Cejudo could actually be in a good spot right now, Marcel, where he could come in and fight Volk. It's possible. I know you don't want to see that fight, Marcel, because he doesn't deserve it, right? But I wouldn't be surprised. We know that Cejudo's a big name, and the UFC loves the guys. So um, let's get some more comments here, guys. There's a lot of comments here, guys. Sorry, let me go through them. Um, let's see here. Uh, Marcel on his channel, son, in mispronouncing Yair's name. What did he call him? What did he, what did he say? 
I know the Mexican guys say Jair. That's what they call him, Marcel. I say Jair as well. So yeah, maybe that's the way you're supposed to say. It. I mean, I, I always say Jair, but I heard that Carlos guy from ESPN say Jair. I saw his interview with the two of them, and he's I think he's Mexican, isn't he? Pretty yeah, sure. he is. Uh, how Arcadia didn't go down for that clean one too is still amazing. He's got a great chin. That's why I picked him to win by decision because I thought that Arcadia could take the shots. He was taking the shots. He's got a great chin, man. There's no no questioning that, you know. I don't see – hey, John, what's up? I don't see UFC going to Australia for a couple of years. I, I think it's going to be sooner than that, you know. It just depends, I think, on, like, really COVID restrictions. I think as far as going there, I think the UFC is going international now. You know, but same problem with Canada, right? Like, they're not coming here because of COVID restrictions. You have to be vaccinated. You know, I'm vaccinated. You know, Marcel is. But there's a lot of fighters that aren't. And I've talked to people in the game. A lot of fighters aren't vaccinated right now. I mean, I don't agree with it, but it's their decision, so whatever. But that's why they're I think- not going to coming here. I think everybody should be free if they want or not. They so, can do whatever they want. I'm just saying, like, that's why they're not coming to, to Canada. Because they were supposed to do a Toronto show, Marcel. You know this, yeah, right? I know. Yeah. They were supposed to, that card's not happening, though. So I was going to be at that card. They have to make the finish bonus thing, 100%. I would rather have a finish bonus than win money, to be honest with you, too. What's up, Antoine? Came in clutch. I don't work right now. That's good, man. You can spend some time with us. I uh, want to see Rodriguez and Emmett for interim gold. I mean, they could, but I just, I, I don't think they should do an interim bell. I mean, the guy just fought. Let, when did Volkanovski fight two weeks ago? They're not doing an interim title, guys. Like, it's not like the Figueredo situation where like the UFC and him are kind of like at a standstill because of money. I, I don't think there's an issue with with the money for uh, for for Volkanovski. I think he's getting paid. What he he's fine with it. I don't think that's the issue. It's just how long will it hand be? And again, broken hands are not the most serious injury, Marcel. I mean, it's not a good injury for a fighter to have, but a lot of guys break their hands and they're back in a couple months later. So. They said that uh, they look for Nagano Jones to have Stipe Jones. Yeah, I know. It's, Stipe hasn't fought in a year and a half. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. And Jones hasn't fought in two and a half years. Also, he's asking about the ADS thing. I, I think it's lame, too. I'll be honest with you guys. I was watching the post-fight press tour myself. Half the questions were about Nate Diaz. The guy did not fight in the card. He hasn't fought in a long time. Ridiculous. So disrespectful the fighters actually fought, yeah, but in my opinion. Some of these people are just lame bunch of bitches, you know? They, they started with Diaz, you know? And then uh, one guy, I don't know who it was. Yeah, I'm sorry I have to ask this question, Dana, but what are your thoughts about Jake Paul? Shut the fuck up, dude, well, with your Jake Paul. Who gives I, I, I'm not 100% shit? sure it was, Marcel, but I think, I think I have an idea, Marcel, who that was. And I'm gonna send you a, a message there, but don't, yeah. we don't have to say it. But I, I'm pretty sure it's 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 someone that you don't necessarily like. Um, see my uh, message. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Amanda Lemos submits Michelle Barson Gomez. So that that name change is official. My question is like, she got married in 2011. Why did it take so long to change her name? That's just kind of weird to me. Like, I don't get it. Really. You know, what I mean, it's, it's her life again. Uh, t- ten year anniversary. What I thought. Oh, when is that I what read. it was? Okay, yeah. maybe it was ten years ago. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a little strange. I mean, but, but I will say this: it's official. It's actually on UFC stats. Yeah. The Ian Machado, Ian Machado, Gary. That's not official by any means, Marcel. It's not yeah. on UFC stats. So maybe he didn't legally change his name, but she definitely legally changed it because it's you know it's it's up here. So I just wanted to make that note because we had two fighters change their names in the last couple of weeks. I thought Waterson Gomez won the first round. Marcel was close, but I did think she won the round. Two of the judges thought she won two. two. And honestly, like. You guys know this was a bad night for you. I'm like, I may, I'm like, am I ever gonna get a pick right again? Like, and then finally she gets submitted here. You know, Lemos is definitely solid. You know, Watterson Gomez has got a problem with the submissions we've seen a few times. Um, but I still don't know if I'm buying Lemos as like a serious contender, Marcel. I gotta be honest with you. She's 35. I think she was losing the first round to someone that's a lot smaller than her. She got taken down by someone smaller. She got a nice guillotine choke, but I'm just not convinced she's a legitimate contender, Marcel. I gotta be honest with you. It was a good win, but 
I don't know. I mean, and Watersea Gomez at this point, Marcel, he's just a gatekeeper, you know. Like I think that's that's fair to say. Any thoughts on this fight at all? Yeah, first about the name change, man. Oh man, these women, you know, it's it's a typical women thing, and guys who are whipped, you know. Um, it's like and Askar Mozarov, obviously. <laughs> but I mean. I, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, I agree with you. Watterson first round, uh, she did well. I think she won that round. Second round, she 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 dived in for a takedown, right? And uh, Lamos stopped it, and then immediately jumped for the for, for the guillotine, right? Um, and Watterson tapped. The, the ref didn't saw it. Uh, who was it? McDonald, the ref. Kevin McDonald. Kevin oh yeah, we McDonald, stopped yeah. with the, the tap. I saw yeah. the tap, guys. I did see it watching. Yeah. I'm watching on TV. Like, how did the ref miss it? I know he was in, he was in a bad position, right? And she tapped. I but watching the replay, she actually tapped with both hands. He should have called yeah. one of the hands tapping. And uh, uh, I'm happy Watterson didn't pull uh, a Bustamante or or uh, Lindland against Bustamante because that would have been yeah. The fact that they submitted the guy twice, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good one for Lamos, man. I think she did uh, yeah. decent in the last fight against Andrade, and she got the. Uh, she she got choked while she was being the better girl in the in the stand up, right. uh, but uh, yeah, good win for her, man. The I want to get your thoughts on the finish, on this on this submission. Let me just, let me yeah. ask you a question. Sure. Okay, they're they're former training partners. They have a lot yeah. of respect for each other. That's why I think she did the classy thing and said I tapped because the ref mm-hmm. missed it. And at that point, she let go of the choke. You're not supposed to let go until the ref stops it. Okay, yeah. so that's a mistake on Lemus's part because just say this was a title fight or something, and the ref didn't see. It. He's like, okay, fight on. I didn't see it. Here's my question: What happens then? Is it a no contest? Because because th- they they can go to replay in New York. Yeah. If you have replay, because remember we saw CA Weidman, they went to replay. But is it tap something they can go to a replay for? I'm not sure. I think it's only for fouls. I don't know if it's for a, a tap. I'm not sure, guys. What would have happened if she said I didn't tap and they stopped the fight then and there? What the fuck would have happened? Maybe it would have been no contest. They would have had to run it back. Then no one gets a win bonus. No one gets a win or whatever. I'm just saying, like it's really good that she did the right thing, Marcel. But I think a lot of other fighters would not have, you know, would have kept fighting. They would have said, I didn't tap and would have sure. kept fighting. I don't know what you think, Marcel. Like, again, they could re- they could change it and replay it because we've seen that happen with, remember, Ferreira and Verdum. They went back and changed that. But in the night of, like, I'm not sure what they would have did. So any thoughts at all? What do you think would have happened? Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, um, the thing is, I, I don't know the exact rules with that, so I can't say. But in my opinion, listen, man, if you have, uh, if you can check with video, yeah. You should check, and if she taps, she should give Lamos the win. You know what I mean? So I agree. But can they check a tap on? on I don't know. I don't I'm know. Not sure That's why I, said I, don't I honestly know. don't know. Like, and we're people that cover the sport for a living. Like, do we know? Does anyone know the answer to this? I don't think so. I really don't. Like, it's got to be something that's in the rule book in New York that we should check. But yeah. Anyways, the good thing is it didn't have to happen that way. Like, she did the honorable thing and said I tap. But I'm just telling you, Marcel, a lot of scummy fighters would have said I didn't tap and would have kept fighting. You know, that's mm-hmm. just the truth. Because you're always looking for the advantage in fights, guys. Everyone's trying to cheat. They're grabbing the fence. They're poking people in the eyes. They're kicking them in the nuts. Like they're always trying to cheat. Fighters are always trying to get an advantage. You know, taking mm-hmm. steroids. Like everyone's trying to take it, get an advantage. I just think a lot of other fighters would have been dirty in this fight and said, "I didn't tap." and would have kept fighting. And they would then at that point would have been in top position. Could have started grounded pounding Marcel. Could have turned the tide. Again, she, Mar- Michelle's a, a true martial artist. I think that's why she did the honorable thing, Marcel, because she mm-hmm. is a true martial artist. But I think a lot of fighters, Marcel, wouldn't have did that. Let, let me ask you a question. Like, say, say, like, actually, I don't want to t- say any names, but you know what I'm saying, Marcel. I, I shouldn't bring up some people's names because we don't really know what other people would have did. But I just feel like I've seen this in fights where they miss a tap and the guy keeps fighting. And like you mentioned that Bustamante fight. Who was he fighting again? It was 
Lindland, Matt Lindland. Matt Lindland, right? Yeah. Okay. Didn't we also have the Hernan Ferreira against Bardum fight? Yeah, I mean, he said he, I think they said he topped, but he said he didn't top, and then they kept fighting, right? Yeah. He gave him the win, and then later on they overturned it, like later mm -hmm. on. But what happens in the night of? Then yeah, what happens? Know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. So, and let's go to some other comments. John Doe, I believe, or taking needs to weight train in order to prevent injuries like that. I mean, I don't even know what to say because he's had a few uh, shoulder injuries in his career. Michelle sort of fake topped. I mean, she could have lied and said she didn't have. Hey, Joe, what's up, man? Watterson versus Rebus. Well, Rebus is at 125. She's actually ranked now. She took Joanne Wood's spot in the rankings, right? Yeah, she's ranked in both divisions. Oh, she's ranked yeah. in both. Okay, that's kind of strange, but okay. I almost could have taken it to court or return other outcome. I don't know if it's a court. They don't go to court, I don't believe. It's like a commission thing. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, she she definitely tapped though. So I don't know what they I don't know what they, they would have did. Honestly, it would have been Amanda that would have had, had the um uh what's it called like you know a file and appeal brazilian top i get i don't think this is she just tapped out like the ref just missed it you know what i mean like it, it happens sometimes but at the highest level of the sport it shouldn't happen marcel would you agree with that this is something that happens yeah. in the amateur fights i agree michelle let's pick green iq she had a much bigger strong lemos from playing ranging was her path to victory i agree but george you know she did have that takedown the first round and she you know they probably won her the round again two of the judges gave it to her so all right, let's get to the next fight here. Li Jingliang knocks out Muslim Salikov. I didn't really see this coming, or so. I mean, I definitely thought it was a possibility, but the first round where Salikov kind of controlled the distance and then actually got a takedown, I, I thought that's how the fight would play out. But I don't know. He kind of got tired, Marcel, which surprised me. Salikov got tired here and then got finished. You know, Jingliang is an absolute monster. I mean, the guy's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He has nine knockouts in the UFC. You know, he's a very underrated fighter, tons of power. This is his uh, seventh bonus in the UFC. Marcel, like, he's a he's a beast. There's no doubt about it. Um, needed this win for sure. Gets the job done. Yeah, it was very impressive, Marcel. Great knockout. What do you think, man? Yeah, good knockout. I didn't expect it, to be really honest. Although, he showed before in the Zaleski Dos Santos fight and the Santiago Ponzinibbio fight that he has the power to, to put you away. Yeah. I, mean, I thought Salikov would uh, keep distance, uh, try to kick him from... Uh, from a distance, maybe mixing some takedowns like it in the first round, and I thought that would uh, that would be the story of the fight, you know. But uh, yeah, good win for the Ling G Li, Li Jingliang. It's such a horrible name to pronounce. Um, yeah, looking forward. What's next for him? And he, de he defended this uh, spot in the rankings, you know. Yeah, so he did. Yeah, big for him. I mean, Muslim's still a good fighter, but I think at this point he's, he's getting a little older, Marcel. You know, like it is. He's, yeah, he's thirty-eight now, right? So I, mean, mm -hmm. I guess I should consider the age a bit more, but yeah. I don't know. I, he was looking good and then just got caught. You know, it happens, right? And Lee's got power. So I guess really no surprise in the end. All right, let's talk about the next fight because this fight was the fight of the night. But one of the best fights of the year. And in my opinion, one of the greatest comebacks in UFC history. Um, wow. I mean, wow. So first round, you know, I'll give it. Match was winning the first round. But yeah, the second sure. round was how I think a lot of us thought the fight would play out because Sumajarji was rocking him, dropped him. I thought the ref could have stopped it, Marcel, honestly. I think a lot of us thought the ref should have stopped it. Jacob Mattel, though. But give the ref credit. He didn't stop the fight. Let it continue. And this match came back and won the fight by submission. Insane. Uh, Jacob Mattel, by the way, has ref a match fight before I checked. Back in Legacy Fighting Championship in 2013. So I guess he knows how tough the guy is. They're both from Texas, I, I believe. Well, that's, that's from Louisiana. But he trains in Texas now, right? Um, I didn't realize he was at Florida, by the way. I didn't even know. Because you look at his Instagram, there's nothing there about that. Um I mean, I'm just shocked, Marcel, honestly, the way this fight played out. Like, it just was not the fight that I expected at all. I know that Majorji's been submitted now five times, so 
it was always like a legitimate path to victory for Machinel. But really, that the way the second round was playing on Marcel was how I thought the fight would. I thought he was just keeping it at range, batter him in the feet, and then knock him out. And Machinel somehow, somehow survived it and came back and won. It kind of reminded me of Pat Barry Chia Congo. I know it was a submission, but it kind of reminded me of that fight, Marcel, where I think a lot of us thought the ref should have stopped. It didn't. That was Big Dan. I, I'm just so blown away by this fight. It was an amazing fight. It was probably the round of the year. I can't think of a better round this year, to be honest with you. Uh, just give me your thoughts on this, Marcel, because like, I, to me, this was the surprise of the night. Like, Honestly, like I would have never picked Machinel in this fight. And uh, wow, just incredible. What do you think, man? Yeah, no disrespect, but Machinel is like that annoying gatekeeper at Flyweight. You, you either, if you get past him, you probably have a good career in the top 10. If you don't get past him, you're pretty much fucked. And I mean, he did very well in the first round, I think. Uh, he won that round, in my opinion. Second round, he got tagged with some nasty elbows, you know? Oh, those elbows and, uh, are so nasty. Yeah, and he oh. was wobbled the whole damn time. Certain moment, he he got the top position, and he he landed some heavy damage on Sumudurji, and I was like, referee going to stop it. And the moment I thought he going to stop it, Sumudurji turned it around, and he went top position. But Matt had the, the, tri uh, the triangle choke locked in, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, and he finished him was uh, was amazing. Um, would have well, I'd have thought that this was going to be the fight of the night. I, I, I thought it would be a fun fight, but not the fight of the night. So uh, yeah, great. It's actually it's it's a comeback and it's not a comeback because his first round was great, you know. Then he was losing the second round. That he came back, you know. Then Sumudurchi looked like he was coming back, but Matt had him locked in in the triangle choke. Amazing man, a great fight. I uh, I really I really liked it. Marcel's won back to back fight of the night. It's crazy. And the crazy thing is, in this fight, he got knocked down and came back to win. In the last fight, he knocked down Brandon Royal and came back to lose. And yeah. Royal came back to win. I should say, crazy. Um, you're right. He's still a gatekeeper in my eyes, Marcel. Honestly, I don't consider him like a legit contender. But there's no doubt he defended his top ten spot. And like, oh yeah, he called out. Uh, I think he called Matthias Nicolau. I believe he said yeah. that would be the fight. So. I'm fine with that fight. That's a good fight. Matthias Nicolau is a good fighter. He's won three straight fights since he's coming back to the UFC. It's a good mm -hmm. fight. I think it's a great call out, actually. What do you think? Good call out? Yeah, why not? I mean, I like to see it. Uh, it's a good. It, I would think it's a good fight. It's a tough fight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, good fight. Why not? Let's get some comments. Beardtree likes the flyweight division. I mean, remember the UFC cut this division a few years ago. They, they brought it back. Thank God, eh? Because it's a good division. Uh, Jacob Money or Schnell. I don't, I don't say this. I, <laughs> he didn't, but I'll say this. I mean, I don't think he did, but. A lot of people had Schnell by submission at plus 800. That was a good bet, you know, just because of the value, because that's his way to win. That was his pretty much the only way, although he almost grounded pounded his way to win, too. Uh, Ashkapov got he pulled out. I don't know what happened. It's a visa issue. Was that a visa issue, Marcel? He had this arm and in, in a, in a thing, and Slave? he had a visa issue. So, <laughs> yeah, Both. yeah, he probably would have beat Herbert Burns. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Uh, do you guys think Flyweight's on the part of Bantway? No, I still think Bantway's the best division right now. I think it's just yeah. the best division in me. I really do. But flyweight's good, and you're right. Makayev is good, and so is Tyra. So there's some good fighters in that in that weight class coming up. Marcus Schell's comeback, just like Congo Barry. I completely agree. Actually, I think it's very similar personally because like the guys completely wobble and rock and come back and wins, but it's submission, right? Molina's at one twenty five. He is, yeah. Jeff Molina, <laughs> Jeff Molina apparently his girlfriend dumped him or something. You see that tweet? He put yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, listen, like I I don't know. I wouldn't have tweeted that <laughs> if that happened to me. I would have kept it to myself, but. Jeff's a good dude, man. I mean, that's a little surprising. I don't know what happened. It was funny, though, some of the comments, because, you know, Jeff wore the, the rainbow flag to his last fight. They were like, you should go find a, a dude to date instead. He was like, yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Jeff's taking it in stride. He's a good dude, man. I think yeah. that would be a good fight, actually. But maybe they should just do Jeff Molina and Sue Madarji, because I think Sue's actually ranked above him, right? I'm pretty sure. 
they could do that fight. I know he's got yeah, yeah, loss, definitely. Jeff, Jeff is 14, so yeah. Sue lost the fight in the feed on the mat. He's only able to finish Snell and got cracked. He gassed out too, I think. I think that's another thing. He, he got tired, Marcel. After he couldn't finish him, it's almost like he gave up a little bit, Marcel. I've got to be honest with you. Like, it was, this is not the fight I expected for Sue Madurji. I think he, this is the fight he should have won. The UFC wanted him to win, I, I believe. The odds, he was like the biggest underdog in the card besides uh, Lam Osh. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it, he's, he's good, but I just think this was a bad fight for him, you know, because just the way it played out. Uh, it's not Anthony. He was at the card going to try to be the MSG. That's in November. I believe Frankie Edgar apparently is going to be in the card. That's what he wants to fight someone. I think they're going to do Frankie and Sean O'Malley. I think that's the fight they're going to do. Marcel. That's my guess. Get Sean O'Malley a, a big name win. You know, Marcel. Um, anyways, let's keep going here. Gain He was at the fights. He said he was on vacation. I'm, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, yeah, what he that's said. true. Jay said lightweight's better than bantamweight. Bantamweight's overrated. There's no way it's overrated. Man. I completely agree with you. I disagree with you there, buddy. Uh, lightweight's good though. I mean, for me, like lightweight's always been the best division, but I feel like bantamweight surpassed it because, like, you guys, you have so many guys that are not ranked first on bantamweight. Like, the Dermogger made like Saeed Dermogger, he's not ranked. Like, Davey Grant's not ranked. These guys are really fucking good fighters. They're not ranked at all. So, I think it's a really good division, but you're right. I mean, lightweight's great, featherweight's good, and so is welterweight. I mean, all four of those divisions are probably the best. Like, most men probably weigh in that, in that range, right? Like, most grown men. So, that's why those divisions, I think, are so deep. Uh, Let's go down to uh, the next card. Oh, yeah, you mentioned Sean May doesn't want to fight in MSG because he doesn't want to pay taxes. That's true. That's a good point. All right. Uh, uh, Shane Burroughs defeats Charles Jordan by majority decision. I mean, listen, I'm not going to bitch about this decision because I think you could definitely argue Burgos won the first two rounds. For me, it's like this. Burgos definitely won the second round. Jordan definitely won the, the third. And it comes down to the first round. You know, judges were split. Our boy Mike uh, Michael Bell actually gave the first round to uh, – to uh, Jordan, but he gave a 10-8 in the second round to Burgos. I just don't agree with that at all, Marcel. I got to be, be honest with you. Like, yeah, he did have four minutes of control, but he only landed four st- significant strikes. Like, so that's a 10-8, but like Sterling and Jan's on a 10-8. And then the third round where Jordan outlands him 84 to 26 is not 10-8. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just think that's a mistake. But as far as like the actual scorecard goes, I don't have a problem with Burgos winning the fight. Uh, although you guys know I picked Jordan. I thought Jordan might have won the fight. The first round was very competitive. He, he doubled him in strikes, but he got taken down, has back taken, right? So that's huge. Effective grappling is supposed to be one of the, the biggest criteria with effective striking. So I, I got to be honest with myself. I was, I was hoping Jordan would win, you know, obviously, but I don't have a problem with Burgos winning. I just don't like that 10-8 round. I don't like that scorecard. I don't know. And that's a rare miss, I think, for Michael Bell personally. Just give me your thoughts on the fight, man. Yeah, I give Michael Bell a pass because he's the best judge in MMA, but he was wrong on this one, in my yeah. opinion, as well. Uh, first round. Uh, the thing is, where do you look at? Do you look at the significant strikes landed or do you look at the back control and the uh, uh, almost neck crank from Shane? You know, um, can go either way. I scored the first round for Shane. The second round, clear Shane round. Third round, clear Jordan round. I don't yeah. see a T10 8 on either of those rounds, to be really honest. I had 29 28 for Shane. Uh, also, man, I want to mention, and I think only Mike Heck mentioned that on Twitter, the fans grab from Charles Jourdain at a certain moment when Burgos tried to go for a takedown in the third round. He he grabbed the fence and he positioned himself in a better position so he could sprawl and got out of that takedown, you know? And that was also a big moment in that fight, I think, in the third round because it was only like, I think, one, one, one minute, 30 seconds were gone at that moment. Um, Jourdain was much better in the third round. Um, I, uh, I messaged Shane after the fight. I was like, I'm pretty sure you're not you're not uh, happy with the way it went, right? And he's like, I'm sick to my stomach from this fight. You know, uh, 
he's always very hard on himself about it, you know. And yeah, Jordan was just a better striker in this in this fight. And it's something I really didn't expect, to be really honest, man. And Shane was actually pushing more for 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 his first ground game, which we don't see very often from him, you know. But that won him pretty much the fight, you know. So yeah. um 29-28 Burgos was okay. For me, if it was 29-28 Jordan, you wouldn't have heard me complain. I think it was possible as well. So we're a close fight, not a robbery in my opinion. You know, Burgos is still undefeated in New York. I think he's seven and oh now in the US yeah. in New York. I mean, he doesn't lose there. So that's something I should have really considered more, I think. George says, can we please stop the 10-8 backpacks? I, I don't think it was a 10-8. Like, like I said, I think Sterling and Jan was more of a 10-8 than this fight, personally. But it is what it is. I still think it wouldn't have changed anything. It would have been a split decision, not majority, right? That's 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 the thing. So this, it's not really worth complaining about. But again, I just feel like it's so like inconsistent, Marcel, with what we're giving. With, with Not us, but the judges are giving 10-8s, personally. But yeah, yeah. It is, it is. Um, all right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. <clears throat> Lauren Murphy, good call, Marcel. You picked her to win uh, the fight against Misha Tate. Yeah, I mean, like, she won the fight, no doubt. Misha Tate, again, doesn't move her head at all, Marcel. Just doesn't move her head. You know, just got picked apart for the most of the fight. And it was statistically, it was close, but watching it live, I don't think it was that close, personally. I, I thought Lauren Murphy clearly won the fight. One of the judges even giving her the third round is, is generous, I think. Uh, Murphy won clear, clear as day. Not, not a great fight. It was just an okay fight. Um, but you don't mean Marcel with Misha Tate, like just delusional, talking about fighting Valentina, completely overlooked Lauren Murphy. Ridiculous, Marcel. Just she did it to herself, Marcel. She never did she even talk about Lauren Murphy at all during fight week? It just seemed like she was talking about Valentina the whole time. I mean, at this point, like she's lost two straight fights. I don't see really a path to getting a title shot because there's so many other fighters in this division. Uh Murphy, I mean, she's gotta work her way back, but this is a step in the right direction. So any thoughts on this fight, Marcel? A good prediction here, man. Bro, I'm a dick. I always love it when the UFC's plans are uh, are failing. You know, definitely, but I think it's an undeserved plan. They wanted to gift. They, they wanted to use Laura Murphy as a sacrificial lamb, dude, and uh, give Tate. They thought Tate was going to win that fight, and they gave her a fight against Valentina Shevchenko. That was the setup, and they failed in it. You know, and I, I absolutely love to see them fail with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Murphy did great. Uh, the thing is, when Tate went for a takedown, Murphy uh, changed it actually in a better position for herself. She did very well stopping takedowns, uh, reversing stuff. Um, then she opened up a nasty, nasty cut under the eye of uh, Misha Tate with, with, with an elbow, I think. Um, yeah, good fight for Murphy, man. Uh, good, good, good comeback after that loss against Valentina. You know, also considering Murphy had uh, COVID like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So um, yeah, good one for Murphy. Looking for what's next for her and for Tate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Tate's gonna do. I mean, I just think like the last two fights have not looked good. She's her face is getting just completely battered in. Like her nose broke again. It looked like I don't know. It just didn't look good to me. Um, Murphy called the winner of well, she called the winner of Andrade and Furo, but it, and then John Anik's like, well, it looks like Jessica Andrade is out of the fight. Like. She I hadn't is. heard that. Did you hear that at that point? No one. No, uh, I I did research after that, and she is, and probably uh, I think Shukagian might be back in the fight. So That's just weird to me. Why don't they just do Lauren Murphy and and Furo? Why don't they just do that fight instead? Why even do Shukagian? You know, I, I, I think that was already done. You know, before okay. that fight was uh, happened between Murphy and Tate. You know, and I think honestly that the UFC expected Tate to win against Murphy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. No, I agree. And Glenn saying. Wasn't a good life for the UFC's plans. Tate, Watterson, Sumadarji. I don't know about Watterson, but like they definitely wanted Tate and Sumadarji to win. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. 
uh, Kate wants to but no rematch. That's probably the only fighter she could be at this point. No, I'm kidding. She can still beat a few of these girls, but like not in the top five. And I was wrong about this one for sure. I just thought, I thought that, you know what, the sides would carry down, but it just didn't. She was the same fighter, the exact same fighter in Marcel. All right, let's get to the prelims. We'll go through them a little quickly. We've got 15 minutes left, then we'll start the next podcast. Uh, Puna Soriano defeats Dalcha Lou and Blula by knockout. Marcel, we both, we both predicted this one. This was one of my only good predictions on the card. Well, it did uh, it once how I thought. <laughs> not really. The first round was not not great for Puna, but the second round he knocked him out good. Um, actually, had some people messaging me saying I was crazy for being so confident in Puna, but I felt good about him. Marcel, I really like. I actually really like Puna Soriano, Marcel. I think he's really exciting to watch. Great knockout power. Um, good wrestler. I know he went, lost the first round, but you know Dalcha is explosive in that first round. But again. Gets tired as the fight goes on. Puna gets the bonus as well. Uh, yeah, another great performance, I think, overall, because he gets the knockout Marcel. So, did he He made a call out? I can't remember. Did he call someone out? I, want, I can't remember if he did. Uh, or was he just he, crying because he was pretty emotional, actually? Yeah, he was crying. I, I can't see his job. He, he would have been cut, Marcel, you know? Yeah. If he you lost know? three straight, he would have been cut. Yeah, and I think uh, the, the thing was with, uh, with the fight, the first round with Dalcha. Dutch has a guy that his muscles have muscles, right? So um, he 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 pretty much did very well in the first round, but he should have kept on punching, and he went for a certain submission or whatever, or he started wrestling him, and Puna could uh, recoup from that. In the second round, Puna hit him, and Puna didn't went for wrestling or submission. He just keep kept punching, and he finished the fight. Yeah. So um, yeah, good win, man, for for Puna. I needed win as well. And, uh, yeah, I like the guy. I think he's very talented. He is. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. Ricky Simone defeats Jack Shore by second-round submission. Good pick, Marcel, as well. Um, you know, first round was somewhat competitive. I thought Simone won it, though. And then Jack Shore gets, like, just completely rocked. He got punched right in the temple, Marcel. His whole body just started going, like, you know, just giving out on him. And then uh, Simone submits him. Very impressive by Simone. It's a huge win for him. He called us Sean O'Malley. It's five straight wins. I mean... I don't think they'll do the fight because I think honestly, Marcel, I would I would pick Ricky Simone to be Sean O'Malley right now. I, I would. I think a lot of us would. He's really good, and I knew this would be a tough fight for Jack Short. I thought he would still win because again, he's undefeated. It's hard to pick against those guys, but nice pick, Marcel and uh, Ricky Simone. I mean, he's legit guy right now in this division. And again, once these guys like Frankie and stuff are going to retire and fall out, he's going to be in the top ten soon. So great win for this guy and. and uh, I, I, again, I think he beats Sean O'Malley if they fight. I would pick him right now. I would pick him to win that fight. Any thoughts, Marcel? Yeah, man. I, I I said to you, man, like Jack Shore is a good talent. He's a great fighter, but he is a tad bit, and no disrespect, but he's a tad bit overrated. And that's mm -hmm. because a lot of these uh, English, uh, British people on, on Twitter are hyping up like crazy. You know, he's undefeated, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but if you look at this UFC fights, he's, he does well. But he's, he has struggled against some guys as well, you know, in the UFC. The Valia fight, everybody's like, it was a blowout. That wasn't a blowout, you know, the first two rounds. The third round, it was. Yeah, he knocked him down twice. The first two rounds wasn't. So I was like, it's a, a tad, tad bit overrated, you know. Uh, but he's still very, very good. No disrespect. So that's why I was like, I think it's a much closer fight than people think against Ricky Simone, you know. And also take take in mind that Ricky Simone is fighting in the U.S. It's not in London mm -hmm. or something. It's not it's not in Wales. It's in the U.S. So, yep. um, yeah, good win for Simone, man. I think he deserves somebody in the top ten now. You know, he's already ranked uh, 14. He got dropped two spots for some reason last week, um, but he deserves somebody in the top ten, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's got legit wins, you know, like 
Jack's a good win, and so is uh, Sunset. I know he's an older guy, but mm-hmm. you know he also beat Marab. I mean, I know again that's it's a funny win, but the way they ended, but he still won the fight. Beat Ronnie R. I beat Montel Jackson. Like these are good that's, wins. So. I was thinking about them versus Cody, but Cody ain't ranked. So no. Damon, yeah, I mean he's good. No, too, no, but, Garbrandt. Oh, Garbrandt. Well, isn't he at one twenty five now? I thought he. No, or, no, no, he came back up. Right, he's gonna fight Yaya, and the fight didn't happen. Um, yeah. Uh, let's go to the next fight here quickly. Bill Algio uh, defeats Herb Burns. Yeah, I mean, that was the, the thing for me was the, the cardio, you know, because Marcel, yeah. honestly, I think most fighters were tapped out to that first in that first round. You know, he had that triangle locked in so deep in that arm bar and came back and won in spectacular fashion. But, you know, Herb Burns, he, he hurt his knee, he, and I think he gassed completely out too, Marcel. Um, wouldn't surprise me that's the last time we see Herb Burns fight, to be honest with you, in the UFC. Uh, just because of the way the fight ended. But, I mean, Bill Algio, again, the cardio was, was on point, so was the submission defense. Good win for Senor Perfecto. Just surprised how, how bad Herb Burns. I can't remember the last time a UFC fighter gassed out this bad. I mean, because I'm looking at the, the method of victory. Some websites are saying retirement. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be called. I think retirement's when you're in the corner on the stool and you, you don't want to fight, like a Max Roscoff thing. This was during the fight. Uh, I think, and Tapology says exhaustion due to damage. That's what they call it. Which I feel like it's like something I've seen back in like UFC ten, back in like nineteen ninety seven or so, where the guys used to get tired and they would just submit basically. I can't remember the last time I've seen a guy get this tired and basically give up in a fight. And but again, he was hurt too, right? So I don't want to say give up. I shouldn't say that, but you know what I mean. Marcel it was a combination of the injury, but he just completely gassed out. The conditioning was not there. I don't know. What do you think, man? What do you think about the finish? Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm good with either exhaustion or retirement. I, I don't mind. You know. Um... It was just like he, he was pretty much done after the first round, you know. Mm-hmm. And you saw Gilbert Burns, his brother, he was like, come on, dude, get off the stool, fucking fight, you can do it. Yeah. And you saw in his eyes that he really didn't want to go out in the no. second round. You saw it, you know. No. And he went there, and like the first thing of adversity he had in the second round, it was over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Aljo did very well coming out of those submission holes in the first round. And it completely tired out Herbert Burns, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, what can you say? I think um, I, f- I think Herbert Burns might screw himself in this one, man. To be really honest, because he's not two and two in the UFC, probably four fight four fight deal. Ah, you he know, might have been maybe, resigned though. He might have because yeah, they ain't landward fight, right? Maybe, but I'm not sure, dude. Because the UFC doesn't like it. Listen, man, I don't say you give up. Yeah. But it looks like to many people he gave up, and the UFC doesn't like that shit. You know that. So I know that. I hope he gets a new deal, but I'm not sure, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I don't know if they'll fight again because this is another serious knee injury, guys. Like, yeah, not good. Um, I'm just gonna go through. I'll get the comments after. We're just gonna last go through the last few fights. Justin Jacoby knocks it down and jump. You know, man, Jung should have wrestled Marcel. I don't know what he was thinking. Like, why stand with the superior kickboxer? I, he was doing okay in the feet, but we all knew that that was not the game plan. It shouldn't have been. He should have wrestled this fight, and he paid uh, for it. Like, I thought it'd be like the William Knight fight where he took him down eight times. Like, why not try to take it down? He didn't even attempt to take down. Brutally knocked out. I'm fine with the stoppage, by the way. I think it's a good stoppage. Oh, Saved yeah. him from extra damage. He basically face planted. I think not. Well, he didn't face plant. He fell backwards. But you saw I think almost eyes? like his head hitting the mat woke him back up. Marcel, if anything, you know. I mean, you saw his eyes when he went down. It was a clear stop. It's good stop. Good and stoppage. I think, listen, man. People were like, "No, he should have got more punches." You're weird, you know, if you think that. You know, I think Jacoby saw that as well, and he stopped. I think it's if anything, we should applaud Jacoby for not putting more damage on him when he could clearly do it, you know? And yeah. uh, I also applaud the ref for stopping the fight and not be like, oh, do something more like Herb Dean did when, remember, with the Trinaldo and uh, Herbert, Jay Herbert. 
Jai yeah. Herbert, I should say. So I think it's a good stoppage, a good win for Jacoby. He's still uh, undefeated in the second round in the UFC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, only drew drew against uh, Kutelaba. Listen, man, there are enough fights for Jacoby in the in, in the top of the light heavyweight division. You can match him up with either uh, Johnny Walker, Dominic Reyes. Those are all fun fights, you know. So Ryan yeah, Spann was another guy I was thinking yeah, about too. Also, also good. He absolutely deserves to fight a ranked guy at this point. I mean, he's six zero and one since coming back. Like he took a step down here, but I think at this point he has to take a step up. Jung will come back. He's still you know relatively young, but first time he's been knocked out in his career. First time he's been dropped. I think in his whole career. I mean, this is, yeah. to me it was surprising the way the fight played. I know Kobe's a really good kickboxer, but the way he knocked him out was was pretty brutal. Um, this is the last few fights quickly. Marcel Dustin Stoltzfus defeats Dwight Grant. Uh, I, I, the, all the judges had 29 28. That's what I also had. I thought Grant won the Me first too. barely, and then he obviously lost the second and third. Uh, good win for Stoltzfus again. He was 0 3 coming in, so he saved his job for sure. I think Dwight Grant's going to be cut after this fight, guys. He's 1 4 in his last five fights. I think that's it for the body snatcher. And then opening up the card, Emily Decoy defeats Jessica Penne in a fight with really bad scorecards, in my opinion. She won every round of this fight. I can't believe two judges gave uh, the second round to Penne. I think that's a huge mistake. I don't know how they did that. Uh, I thought Ducote looked great. I think we have a new potential like contender because she's going to be top 15 now. Yeah. Her striking is very good. I'm going to say that right now, Marcel. You know, I thought we were going to leg kick TKO. It was like, to me, Marcel, this is like when I played the UFC video game. I just spammed the leg kicks. That's what I thought it looked like. I think that also, once she started hurting with the leg kicks, she started doing it too much. And like, Jessica was able to kind of like get around them a little bit in the third round. I think she should have mixed up to the head and the body more and then she could have gotten out with the leg kicks. But either way, man, she looked good. What are you going to say? What you got to tell me this, man? I know you're from Canada and not from the U.S. What's the problem with American fighters not know, knowing how to check how to check a leg kick? I don't know because it's funny. DC was like trying to teach people how to do it, dude. When I used to train Muay Thai, that was like the first class we were training. Yeah, how to truck leg kicks. So you stick your leg out, like you said. You stick it out to the side. You put your knee up. You're trying to like almost like like when Hall and, and Weidman, similar to that. Um, I, I'm. I don't understand why fighters at this level don't check like like low kicks. It doesn't make sense to me. Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, we know they don't do it, but like Jessica Penny, she's been in this game for like what fifteen years. Like, yeah, she's a veteran. For her not to check the low kicks and to just ignore them was stupid, and it cost her the fight, Marcel. Quite frankly, it's, because it ruined her mobility, Marcel. You know, it's it's so weird. You see it all the time. I remember Alex Perez having an leg kick knockout against for for Miga. Uh, remember. Yes. Uh, Calvin Cater got uh, leg kicked the whole damn time by Renato Moicano back then. Mm-hmm. He also didn't check a single leg kick. It's so weird to me, you know. Such a high-level fighters don't know how to check leg kicks, you know. And yeah. over here in the Netherlands, it's pretty much uh, a common thing, you know, because we are very big on kickboxing country. So leg kicks, as a lot of low kicks, are like probably learn the quickest how to check one and you don't see yeah. it often in, in the u.s pretty much so i'm always i'm always uh kind of surprised with that you know i agree by the way i, I just want to give jessica some credit because honestly man her durability is like really unmatched in this weight class like she is one of the toughest women in this division because i think most women not women i think most men too most fighters would have given out from those uh those low kicks marcel mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that was brutal. Uh, but yeah, Ducote looked good. I think she's a really good prospect, guys. Remember, most of her losses are 125, you know, in Bellator. And to be honest, I went actually for this fight, I went back and watched the fight of Lima Lane McFarlane in Bellator. She did okay in that fight, you know? That was a weight class up against the champ at the time. So she did okay. Let me get some comments, guys, and then we're going we're gonna to start the next podcast. We've got five minutes left here in this one, Marcel. 
<clears throat> Let's go through some comments here. Simone and Edgar at MSG. I mean, that would be a good fight too. You know, I think Ricky kind of deserves it at this point, Marcus. What's up, Jeffrey? Who would be Usman? Maybe Kamzat. Maybe that's the guy. You know, maybe Edwards. I mean, fuck, Edwards could win that fight. I think the odds are a little crazy in that fight, to be honest with you guys. Like, Edwards is almost plus 300. That seems high, you know? Battle of the Bills. Didn't Bill, uh, Bill Algio called out Chase Hooper? Billy Quartel still wants to fight, but. He wants to fight Chase Hooper. So. Who, who, who calls out Chase Hooper? Because he, he thinks it's an easy fight. That's why. Yeah, but you look like... Sorry, dude. No disrespect, but you kind of look like weird calling out Chase Hooper, dude. Sorry <laughs> This is the same guy with an OnlyFans, so... Yeah. Yeah, true. I think Demetrius Johnson is who will be any bandweight. Look what happened when the bandweight dropped to 125. I mean, those guys are legends of the sport, though. I don't think it's, there's any shame to, to lose to those guys. You know, I know you're saying them, man. I get it. Uh, if I was Herbert, I would have stood an ankle pick. He's talking about the Herbert Burns fight. Yeah, I bet John was a good stoppage. Same with me, George. I it was a great knockout, George. I was I thought it was a great knockout. You know that that's the thing with that fight, man. I had John at plus money early in the week, and then it became uh, he was a negative uh, minus favorite, minus one twenty five at the end of the week. I was like, man, this is kind of sketchy. Like, what's going on here? Like, I don't like when that much steam comes in on my guy. It kind of scares me. But um, you guys like when the ref fights show back at all, all that point that you saw the fight. I don't mind when they do it. I, I think it's fine. They're just instructing the fighters. I don't mind it. Pereira and Jacoby, maybe one day if Pereira moves up to uh, 205, be interesting, but not anytime soon. John got KO by glancing, punching the cheek. Where's the legendary Korean chin? I don't, I, I don't know, man. I'm surprised he got knocked out. I really am because Marcel, he's never been dropped before. So. One legend has it Adams a middleweight Jose with his boy tie. No, I'm not a middleweight, a heavyweight. <laughs> not a middleweight. I wish. <laughs> Sam, I'll be going on a 10 fight win streak, retire the first triple champion time. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Last comment here. I think soccer may come into it. Europeans throw harder kicks as we're born rotating the hit to kick a bar. I mean, Brazilians throw good kicks, so do Americans. I know what you're saying, though. He, he's not, you're not wrong. Like Jose Aldo, I think, played soccer, right? And that's why his leg kicks are some of the, the nastiest ones ever. I think we're talking about checking kicks, though, Glenn. You know, like, I think that's Marcel's question. Like, why aren't they checking kicks? I just think it's bad strategy, bad coaching, Marcel. Bad coaching. Like, if I'm in the corner of Penny, I'm like, you guys start checking those kicks. Like, what are you doing? You got to check those kicks. Because you know Marcel, after that first round, her leg was bruised up bad. Yeah. After the second, third, I only, I'll tell you right now, as someone who, again, I, I, I used to train and do after the low kick sessions, I couldn't even walk the next day sometimes. Mm -hmm. That was just training. So I, I guarantee you Penny's not walking today. She's definitely on crutches or someone's carrying her, Marcel, or she's in a wheelchair because – those kicks were so fucking brutal. And again, most fighters will would have fell down, Marcel, and stopped. The fight would have been stopped. So her let her uh, her durability is legendary. Remember that you mentioned Marcel the, the fight with Joanna, Marcel, where her face was just completely busted up. She's she kept wanting to fight in that fight. Yeah. So she's very very tough. Do you think she gets released though, Marcel? Last question here. I don't know, maybe, but she uh, she had a, I think she had a nice streak before this. Yeah, fight, now so I look maybe. at it, she beat Carolina by by stub and the loopy fight. I think we all thought she lost. That's why I was yeah. asking, but I forgot about the Carolina fight. Okay, I think that's it for this podcast, guys. Uh, and, and George, last, I think this is a really good question too uh, or comment. He said few in WMA use a lot of cafex. Great, a great point. I mean, but you're seeing the evolution, right? Because Ducote striking his next level. We saw that punch head kick combo in. Um, against Daniel Taylor, I think it was, in, in Victor, that nasty combo. All right, that's it for this podcast, guys. We're going to start the UFC London podcast in a couple minutes here. Marcel, quickly plug your stuff for the people listening to this one, and, and we'll go on to the next one. Yeah, man, it's still Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Eurosport.nl makes martial arts sections for the articles. Twitter at Martin Podcast, MMAOddsBreaker.com. We're on uh, everywhere, YouTube, as you guys know. Like, share, subscribe. i to tell you guys to do that. Tell your friends about it. Appreciate the new listeners and, and uh, comments today, guys. I really appreciate that. 
Uh, we're also at uh, we're also I mean we're so bookies.com best bets. I mean I didn't have a great week, but it's what it is. We'll, we'll bounce back this week. I uh, I'll tell you that right now, guys. We're gonna bounce back. And MiamiNews.com for some news. All right, we're gonna start the next podcast, guys. We'll see you in a few minutes. Peace.